0: Want to get into Pokemon? Whoever's listening to this, because we have some listeners in Georgia, um, we have a couple in Wisconsin, some New York, some North Carolina. Yeah, let's
1: cut this and move to the front where we're not because we're, we're just shooting the shit about small Pokemon <laughs> stories. Yeah. So let's get a rundown uh, of like some what, basic what, Pokemon. Like, what
0: do people need to do? Like, okay, I want to get into TCG. I, w- I want to do that. What do they need? What's what's the best way they can get involved in, in in the Pokemon trading card game or the video game?
2: The the best way is to go on Pokemon.com, do a location search for Pokemon leagues and events in your area. Um, you can search by city or zip code. Um, Pokemon Leagues are the best place to start. Uh, the, the League leaders can teach you how to play a trading card game and video game, and you'll, you'll pl- you will get to play casual against local players. Then you can work your up, work your way up from there and do local events and then eventually graduate to the larger events.
0: So for some players that they look and they go to their local comic book shops and they go to their local whatever shop, and they see some players and they're playing Magic and it's intense and they look at the board and... It could be intimidating. How is Pokemon different from some of these more intense uh, playing field games like Magic or Yu-Gi-Oh with these high numbers and stuff? How is it different? How is it more um, player-friendly?
2: Locally at Pokemon Leagues, it's usually very casual. People are happy to help you. Learn how to play. Uh, give you strategic tips as
0: well as other players as well, not just league right. leaders. Right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the the Pokemon community is is very overall very friendly, and they're most of the time willing to help um, new players learn and compete and get better. Um, but I mean, if you uh, if you go to like the larger events, it's still going to be more more competitive atmosphere. But people are still willing to help you and help you learn, help you play.
3: Yeah, yeah that's kind of one thing about Pokemon. Like a lot of people that come over from like other card games. They always say, like, the environment and all the people at Pokemon are, like, way better than, like, Magic or Yu-Gi-Oh! or wherever they came from before.
2: They they, they usually say it's way uh, different as in uh, less cutthroat. Yeah, and more, Mm -hmm. like, friendly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we have another guy who plays at our local Leaf. His name is David, and he always played with his backpack on his lap. And Mm -hmm. it's because he used to play Yu-Gi-Oh! before that. And because Yu-Gi-Oh! players would steal other people's backpacks and cards all the time. Yeah, they wouldn't care at all. I think I've only heard of one case where things were stolen at a pokemon tournament and it was like a laptop mm-hmm. and that player was like banned for life but other than that i haven't heard of anything like people mm. there i mean there's been times where people would find decks with full arts prime expensive decks. expensive decks open it up look at it know that there's not their decks and turn it into the tournament organizer for them to announce decks that would be worth i kid you not Upwards of two hundred yep. and fifty to five hundred dollars
2: sometimes. Yep. Sometimes closer to a thousand if it's max rarity.
0: Yeah, if it's max rarity, they just turn it in. And be like, dude, this is not mine. And they're that chill. Mm-hmm. And so, people who want to get their kids involved, if you want to get involved because you were a Pokemon, you know, kid in in. in and you love the game, but I remember when I, I didn't understand the game, and if you were anything like me, you didn't know what you were doing, and then you would like roll the dice and pretend that you knew what you were doing. And then you find out, and you're like, dude, this is actually really fun. It's actually like chess. Like It's very strategic. You have to know the meta that's out there. You have to know the opponent's cards. You have to know what the opponent's going to do before you do it, and you have to... You have to set up before them. You have to have counters in there. So if you're running a fire deck, um, like uh, like Volcania right now, Volcanian, yeah, Volcanian, Vulcan- and then the, the you know the meta that's water out there. So you're double weak to that. Okay, what tech am I going to run in my deck mm-hmm. to counter that water? So I'm probably going to put in there, you know, like like a, like a Leaf mm-hmm. uh, Pokemon just to counter their big hitters. Yeah,
3: like Pokemon's very like counter based like that, where you kind of need to know. Especially like in competitive type of tournaments, you need, really need to know what's being played and like how to counter what's being played to like really
2: do well. Right, it's and always about counter. And, yeah. and you're you're speaking on the competitive side, but the, the casual side, it's it's pretty it's pretty um, easy to learn uh, the basics to play, pick up and play a, a few games, uh, and it gets the more more into it you get, the more competitive and the more advanced strategic uh, strategic and uh, thinking becomes. So you know.
0: when the person goes to the store, what would be a good start for them? Because I know when you go there and you see. Uh, you know, uh, uh, X and Y, you see black and Y, you see sun and moon, you see all these different types of cards, what is the best type of card? Like, I'm just starting out. Where do I start?
2: Theme deck. Theme Yeah, deck? definitely. Theme deck gives you a pre-built 60-card deck, which is what you need to play. It has energy, strainers, Pokemon. has damage counters for your Pokemon. It has status, condition counters. And a rule book. And it has a rule book, rule with, book. A, with all of the basic and, you know, rules.
0: A, a generic play mat yes. as well. Which
3: kind of helps you learn a lot of, like, the... The like techniques and stuff for like playing like every game like uh, it'll have like you can only play one supporter card to put it here. You can have your active Pokemon put it here. Yeah, it usually has stuff an like outline that. of
2: like <clears throat> where your active Pokemon goes, where your bench Pokemon go, where your deck's supposed to be, where your discard is supposed to be, where your prize cards are supposed to be. Yeah, it just like breaks down the mechanics that you
3: would have to use like every game. So, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. it's
1: pretty. Now helpful. I work with a lot of kids. Kids love Pokemon, and they mostly just collect them. I've I've like been able to like teach a couple of them how to play, like actually just instead of just like having this stack of cards that you like looking at, like dude, you build a 60 card deck. Um, a couple of things that I have big trouble of just like getting them past, and I don't know maybe if you have a good recommendation to it just to help kids get into it. Now, one of the main things is just EX, is they love EXs, everything needs to be an mm-hmm. EX. How can I get them to just relax? Not everything needs to be an EX. And another thing is, how do I get them to just narrow in on like a single type? Because my, one of my kids that I was teaching to play, he just wanted to play all his favorite Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well if that's the case, cause he was not going to bend on this. So mm-hmm. it was like, all right, well we need three energies that are fire type. And then we're going to need like four electric types. Cause we have a lot mm-hmm. of electric Pokemon. So like, what can I get him aside from just saying like, you're going to do better. What could I do him to get him to like, dude, we gotta zero in on like making a deck that's gonna make sense. We can't just have EX's all over the place. Be- and we can't just have a fire and beat a him ten times in a, a row, gun. and he'll get
0: the hint. <laughs> my, my, my suggestion Not physically is, beat him, but play, beat him in the right. game. Right. My <laughs> suggestion
2: is um figuring out what their favorite Pokemon is and construct a deck based off their favorite Pokemon. Okay.
1: That way I was it, it narrows it down a lot. Yeah, and I was thinking uh with the theme decks, because like when you buy a theme deck, I think you usually get like two types. You get like a mm-hmm. like a grass and water or fire and and lightning or something like that and that's obviously going to start you off with energy cards and i i heard you mention earlier that now energy cards are back in the packs yes which is cool because my kid his parents just didn't want to buy him a theme deck because the guys in the front of it weren't as cool Mm -hmm. as buying a box that had an ex on it and a tin where you can put your cards and everything so i was like no you guys got to buy that theme deck you got it because you're going to get 12 grass energy cards we don't have any. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice to hear that those are back in the packs, yep. that we can get energy cards just supplemented in. Um, but to get the theme decks going, and then I remember when we really started getting back into it, Colton and I, and I had a theme deck, and I really dig the EV and the EV evolutions, and I think it was mm-hmm. Leafion and Glaceon in this particular one, and it was really cool. And then it was just like, oh, no, no, it was Espeon. Espeon, yeah. Espeon oh, and somebody. Uh, I was it Espeon Prime? No, it wasn't no, Espeon it was, Prime. But then that the was deck. when I could start to supplement. So I would realize... Which are the cards that I was like, okay, this guy kicks butt, but now this guy is like kind of starting to drag my team down. I don't really actually need this grass Pokemon. Mm -hmm. So then I sub him out for another psychic Pokemon. And then I keep playing with the deck a little bit more. And then I realize I don't need this guy either. Sub him out. And then I start to realize, well, I don't need any grass Pokemon. Let's sub all of them out. And then you could sub in at that particular time instead of EXs, they were prime. So it was like the evolution was just like this really fancy version of this Pokemon. So then I could start dropping my Espeons for Espion Primes, and I mm-hmm. could switch my EVs for ones that had Call for Family, and just like slowly build the uh, deck cool. just by having that structure deck, the starter deck, and then slowly changing every card out, out to where it's like not even really the same deck anymore, but it would never really change. I had this one deck, but every card was slowly getting removed for the better version of it. And Is there anything like that we can do with that? Yeah, well, yeah, with that, the structure that, deck. That's, that's
2: a great way to work it. Um, start with a theme deck get familiar with it, play some games with it, and then start tweaking it based on, you know, what works better for you. Okay.
3: Kind of going back to what Danny said, like, honestly, like, if
2: you keep losing, like,
3: you're going to want to change something. your motivation. It's like a learning experience, kind of like, because you're going to want to start, obviously, with like playing your favorite Pokemon. If you Mm want to play like Charizard, you're going to play Charizard. But, if, you're trying to like play other people, and you keep losing with Charizard. You're gonna be like, oh, maybe you have to make yeah, a like, change. And maybe you'll try think something like something new. Well,
2: there might be a better Charizard card. Yeah, out there. yeah. Because
0: yeah. there's like maybe like at one point, at one point like a year and a half ago, there was like four different types of Charizard that had different mm-hmm. attacks, mm-hmm. different HP, uh, different you know overall abilities. Right now, mm-hmm. there's a lot of Charizard. Already and I mean, so if there. you yeah. like one
3: type too, like if like the guy likes water or something, there's a ton of different water Pokemon. So it's yeah, like, you gotta just kind of find which one works best to keep winning and stuff like that. And I think
0: you get when it comes to kids, I think you also have to. Show them that you can do something cool with this. Like I yes. hate Blastoise, <laughs> right. but I didn't know if you know this. But who, who else is your favorite? Well, my favorite is 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 Mewtwo. Right. Okay, well, Mewtwo is for a for a DCE, which is a double colorless energy. It doesn't have to be. It can be any type of energy card. You could do twenty times the attack, but when, with Blastoise. With his ability Deluge, you can add... You know how you can only add one energy card a turn? Yeah, you can add as many water energy cards as you want that's in your hand.
1: Those were two of my favorite things. My favorite things, and I I think Colton will probably remember this. We're
0: talking about kids, and all these like, that was my favorite. My favorite thing. Uh, Yeah, so when I was 20, uh, my favorite thing to do was...
1: (laughs) <laughs> uh, any card that helped me draw cards, I loved just being able to draw whenever I wanted to, and then of play course. as many energy cards as I wanted to. But yeah, drawing was my favorite because if I could just get through my whole deck, I was smart. Like, I mean, I, I you know I built this deck, so it was just like, if I can get it in my hand, I know what to do with it. Yeah. So let me get everything here in my hand, and then let me s- spread it out where it needs to be.
2: And yeah. and, and that's one thing um, where I think a lot of new kids are trying to get into to playing make a mistake is like they have all their favorite Pokemon. And they're like, well, I'm going to build like a a deck with all my Pokemon, mm-hmm. 50 cards, 50 cards, uh, fifty Pokemon in my deck, um, but then they don't have any trainers or yeah. energy, so yeah. you need energy to attack, and you would need trainers to figure yeah. out your stuff.
4: Well, I was going to say, too, if they have a lot of favorite different Pokemon, and you, he does get his hands on enough energy cards, you can start building multiple decks, each one specific to fit the, yeah. his <laughs> favorite Pokemon. And
1: that's that's, I think, what we
4: started to do. Yeah. yeah. Because now you're going to say, well, you got this one with this guy. It's really built around him specifically. And then if you feel like playing this guy, you've now got this one built very specifically. Because he had, he had a lot of him. fighting
1: energy cards, so mm-hmm. he would build whatever he wanted. And I would help him make it you know, to the best that it can be. And yeah. I would be like, I think we just need a little bit more trainers in your deck yeah. than, than I'm going to have in mine. But he had more fighting energy, so I would always build a pretty kick-ass fighting deck with the Pokemon that he had, like Concludors, And I would just evolve. And, you know, It would be like a slow-paced game compared to like really, very competitive, so I could just do a you know two stage Pokemon and things like that and then he would he was losing me pretty regularly and that was like a thing that we were working on making sure that he was just like he could cope with losing and and uh, like working on his uh, coping skills but it was mm-hmm. just like okay cool so you know like what can we do and so then when I would start to come over later then it was like I'm gonna use the fighting deck and you can use this one and I was like okay Now we're getting somewhere. He's starting to see this transition of, that thing that you're doing, not the best idea. Very cool. I like that you've got, but you have a combuskin stuck on your bench, and it's never turning into a (laughs) Blazerkin. And you have a, uh, what's that little zebra, the little lightning? Zebstrika? It was never a Zebstrika. It was a Blitzel. And it's just sitting on your deck. You're not drawn into that Zebstrika. And you start to see that I have four Timbers, and two of them make it to Concledors throughout the the game. He's like, wait. I want to do that too I want to actually see these I was like so then you have to put more you can't just have one and one and one Um, so it was just like you guys said you know you gotta beat him a lot yeah Yeah. let him start to see it and that was when he was starting to make the trade of like okay I'm gonna swap your I want to switch decks now Mm -hmm. yeah well,
4: real quick, I just wanted to touch on one more little thing. where you know, Danny's checking his watch, so we're gonna wrap this one up here in a minute. Um, to wrap it up, just to get connected to Pokemon, if you, uh, you know, in my area, if you're in my area, there's not a lot of connections as far as comic book shops running it uh, online. Yvonne, there's a way to connect to there. You want to let them know that? Yes, the, uh, the CCG online, right?
2: Yes, um, Pokemon Trading Card Game online. Uh, basically, the whole, the whole entire Trading Card Game you can play on your computer or your tablet, iPad. Um, you can get, you can purchase. Uh, online codes um, from certain websites like Troll and Toad or even on eBay and if you buy booster packs uh, like more current booster packs they'll have uh, codes Toads, in yeah. in the packs and then each code is one online booster pack. Mm-hmm. It's almost also, like
1: get it in real life and online and double up right. your, yeah. your earnings. And you just, I would like to put out a push for Troll and Toad. He just mentioned Troll and Toad. It's a website yeah. www.trollandtoad.com. I buy a lot of my HeroClicks. I'm a very competitive HeroClicks player these days. I buy a lot of my HeroClicks um, from them and I just want to Put a shout out for them. Like if you're yeah. looking for single cards for Pokemon, if you're looking for Hero clicks Yu Gi Oh!, these guys are quick with their deliveries. They're on top of their stuff. You always get a tracking uh, number so you always know where your stuff's at. Um, Troll and Toad, if you mm-hmm. want to buy your things, single Pokemon cards, Hero clicks Yu Gi Oh! cards, all that stuff. TrollandToad.com.
0: So, real quick, last thing that we're going to say is we're going to go around the room and say our favorite deck that we played with. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to start with Colton
4: i got to start with me. That's hard. i played a lot we'll of decks. Let's start off
0: with Yvonne. Yvonne's the top man over here. Yeah, I, I want to guess what your favorite okay, is. Okay, go
2: for it.
4: For, I, I know what
3: it
2: is 100%. Nick knows what it is for sure. Fortress. No.
0: Oh! Fortress was awesome. <laughs> go, ahead, <laughs> go ahead, Nick.
2: Tell him what it is. It's Machamp. Yes. 100%. What? Machamp. Which Machamp one? Prime? No. no. Like the, the Machamp, Machamp Takeout? Machamp one? Takeout. Oh, okay. It's for one, okay. en- one energy attack, automatically knocks out a basic Pokemon. Wow. Mm. I won a lot of tournaments with that deck. <laughs>
1: And with I the mean, rise of the of EXs, crying. I think. Yes. I, I, I kind of people... remember this. Like, when EXs first started happening, they were all basics. Mm-hmm.
2: So well, was it, was just... it was more uh, level Xs. Level X. Yes. Level X, yeah.
1: Yes.
0: Nick, what was your
3: favorite? I have, like, two. Uh, I'm sure no, have, no, you know. no. We're no. one. one. What's you your top one? one? Well, okay. Uh, I would say Shuppet, probably. It was just a really fun deck. Uh-huh. Shuppet. Oh. What does Shuppet do? So, Shuppet, for one Psychic Energy, it does, like, I think, 30 damage and it go, it returns the energy and the, its po itself. Every card attached hand. to it, back to your hand. Yeah, so you would attach like all these things called plus powers, which makes it do 10 more damage and Expert Belt, which does 20 more damage. And then you'd play like these other cards that just add like, they sprinkle around one damage to your opponent's Pokemon. But the whole point of the deck was to win on like the first turn uh, before you your opponent... Even, yeah, yeah, so if your opponent started out with one Pokemon one and turn.
2: if you can get enough of those trainer cards to add additional damage for Shuppet's attack, you could win turn one. Yeah, it was just cool. a really
3: fun deck. And... uh I remember Fun deck for you, not regi- for anybody those else. It was a EX, right? And it had like 170 HP, and I was actually able to knock it out in one shot with
1: a, we'll a shop shop it. it that does 20 damage for one energy. Wow, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Shaft? Uh, mine, and I might be misremembering it, and I don't think it was really super meta, but it was my favorite. I think it was Vanillix, who helped your guys retreat for free, mm-hmm. and Chandelure, where you just got to place three uh, damage counters yeah. each turn. So I would have a Chandelure active, place three damage counters, swap for free because of my vanillix power, and drop three more damage counters to where I was just spreading around enough damage mm-hmm. in different places to where, like, on any given turn after I had been doing that for a little bit, I'd kill this guy and this guy and this guy because, you know, they might only have 90 HP, and I've dropped six damage counters throughout. And then you could also attack with a chandelier at the end right. of it, so you get basically three, two free attacks
4: and then a third attack at yeah. the end of your turn. Yeah. that was really cool. Hmm.
0: Mine was probably Team Plasma. What? <laughs> Team Plasma. I did like Plasma. It's because I beat you twice. You in played the a lot. Oh, uh-huh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then you lost <laughs> to Durant. Then have... you lost to Durant, right? Shut up.
3: We have a mini little rivalry.
0: Durant. No. Okay. So locally, there's not Never that many players. It. There's maybe ten or fifteen players where we are locally. But Nick and I always like trade off winning. Mates. Yeah, we, and we always have like really close matches too. Very close matches. Like it always comes down to the wire. So Nick. One one, I won one. The next time, the Nick would win one. Then I would win one. The Nick yeah. would win five, and then I would win nine. <laughs> That's how it usually turned out. But no, my favorite, um, my favorite one was probably Ambor Deoxy's mm.
1: That was fun.
0: I loved that deck. fun deck. What really does that really deck do? Okay, so Deoxyrequenza was a legend card, so you had needed two cards, two in pieces, order, two pieces in order for that for you to put it down.
3: Oh yeah, I forgot about those.
0: And any Pokemon that you knocked out with this po- with this you know, two piece Pokemon Legendary. It caused for a colorless, a lightning, and I believe two fire. I'm pretty sure. I think it was those four. A colorless, a lightning, and two fire. So what Embor does is kind of like that Blastoise that I said earlier, where you can attach as many waters as a time. With Embor, you can attach as many fires as you want. So what would you you would do is that you would search for these uh, two sides of the Pokemon. You would play them down. You would play. Um, your lightning on top of it and then you make it active and then you would attach as many fires as you want so because there's one colorless and two fires you attach three fires and then you can knock out any pokemon and take not one prize card but two prize cards um, so that was my favorite but you had to you had to discard all the fires
2: did, and you played that deck?
0: I did play that. deck. I
3: don't remember yeah. you playing that deck. Did yeah. you play that deck in any tournaments or? Uh, yeah, I played really?
1: that a couple. That, was the, deck. that oh, was the deck. That that was all that heart was gold, silver. Won. That mm-hmm. was, yes. that stuff was, that was happening right, Cohen? right when was I started. What was his name?
0: Anyone worlds? David Cohen? No, um, that was years ago, like five or six years ago. I forgot his last name, but he oh, won that, with that deck.
3: That one guy from I think Oregon or Washington?
0: Yeah. 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 No. No. Um, yeah. Actually, yeah. yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Um, yes. That or the Celebi Celebration Wind. Me too. That, that deck. Me too. Yeah, that was a great deck. That mm-hmm. was the one where Harrison lost in the finals. It was funny. It was funny. I met Harrison. He lost. He was in the finals, the last round, and he lost to a guy from Portugal, I think. This is a uh, world championship. World right? championships. Yeah, the final, 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 final for the world championship. And I was watching that game at home, and I was like, "Holy crap! This is an intense game." And and, and Harrison, he he uh, made a misplay early early on in the game where he. He didn't look to see that his celebi, uh, Not celebi, his Shaman was prized, sorry. His Shaman was prized. Um, And he keeps playing the game, and he thought his Shaman was in his deck, but it wasn't, so he makes a misplay, and he loses the game. And I was like, man, I feel so bad, because I actually really enjoyed watching that guy play. Three years later, fast forward, I'm in Vegas... Um, my buddy Israel Sosa's in Vegas, and he's like, "Hey man, let's party!" So I start partying with Israel because he's there for EDC. He's like, "Hey, my buddy's around. Do you mind if he comes and parties with me?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure. Come on, man." I meet this guy. His name's Harrison. <laughs> his name's Harrison. And then Israel's like, "You know Harrison?" I'm like, "No, I don't." Know. He's like, "Oh, he plays Pokemon too." I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Yeah, he actually went to Worlds." I'm like, "Oh, how'd you do?" He's like, "I went to the final." And I was like, "Wait, are you the Harrison?" And <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, I'm the
2: the Shaman Prize player." Yeah, the mm-hmm. Shaman
0: Prize player guy. Oh, dude. So it's kind of weird that I, I was watching him play live stream, and then like three years later I got to meet him. That's, that's what's cool about Pokemon Community. It's actually pretty tight. Mm-hmm. Colton, what's your favorite deck that you've played?
4: There's a lot of them, but I can narrow it down. I mean, I loved Speed's Deck Round. That was fun. I played that. I mean, I loved my Magnezone deck. I played and almost got pretty close to topping with. Um, Rush Ram was fun. But the one I loved the most, never got to play competitively because it probably wouldn't do so well. <laughs> Probably wouldn't, oh, but it was the funnest yeah. deck.
1: I'm going to guess at this. Is it Superior Musharana? You know
4: what? It was It was really close to the Superior one with the Vile Plume. Yeah. Remember where I moved the energy? Yeah, that was great. But my one- What, what
2: even I think he's going to say Heracross.
0: Oh, I did Oh, you, dude, that you one? did like I did forget about America. That tops it. No,
4: that does. I, I, I was going to say the uh, Hypno and Musharana when you put him to sleep, and mm-hmm. Musharana does more damage if you put him to sleep, but that is right because I beat Israel Sosa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, with, with Heracross, Heracross. <laughs> with freaking mega, mega Heracross Mega Heracross and Dustnoir, uh, right? mainly
4: that was okay yeah that was a, that, that's the best one mainly because <laughs> it became an idea but I swear I thought of it first before anybody was doing it I even, Yvonne could vouch for this I, yes. I text Yvonne I was like Yvonne I got an idea.
0: (laughs) Does this deck exist? I was like, this is great. No, there's a reason why that deck doesn't exist. No, but it (laughs) was tight. So
4: Heracross was, you could do, there were EX cards, as Caleb has explained earlier, where you didn't have to evolve, you would just play this card down, it was already pretty overpowered, Um, and then they came out with Megas for the EXs. So it was a type of evolving, you would basically turn your EX into a Mega EX. Um, It would get uh, health boost, and stat boost, and. Stronger damage, attacks, stronger attacks. Basically, he a more awesome version. And there was this one that everyone was just like, "Man, that card's trash." He did 180 damage, minus every damage counter. Was it on minus 10 damage for every damage minus counter. 10 damage for every damage counter on himself. So I built this deck. To purposely just keep my Heracross healthy the entire time. Because he already had, I think, like, what, 220 life? So you you couldn't one-hit kill him from the opponent's perspective unless you had something very powerful. So I would just try my best to keep Heracross healthy, and I would just obliterate my opponent. (laughs) and it was a blast and Israel Sosa you can look him up he's been on live streams he's a he's, very, one, he's, he's like one, one of the, the best players, players in North world. America he's five no, t- uh, five, time regional, five yeah. time regional champion five time regional champion top most, player
3: most uh, regionals anybody's ever won before
4: yeah. yeah we're pretty close friends with him he's taught me a lot he's taught Danny a lot he's traveled in our car in our hotel to, to <laughs> tournaments <We've> Arizona, gotten, <laughs> Arizona five guys <laughs> five guys we've gotten really <laughs> slammered with this man he's a, he's a great guy and uh, we sat down at a very small tournament and uh I beat this man. And he, he came <laughs> with me afterwards. He's like, I'm not going to lie. I played my heart out. Like, I'm not kidding. And he's like, you just beat me. And it was amazing. Haircross.
0: The only time I ever beat Sosa was in my own house, and I think he was just playing easy on me. I beat him in bracket,
4: dude, in tournament. Did you in, really? That was – the haircross was in tournament. I beat him in tournament.
0: I beat – I think the best player ever, I ever beat was probably his brother Sammy. I beat him once mm-hmm. in tournament, and I beat Keon. You beat Keon? Yeah, I beat Keon. He was running uh, – he was running uh, Blastoise, Keldio, mm-hmm. and I was doing Darkrai, uh, uh, Landers. Interesting, mm. Darkrai Landers. I know. I thought I was going to lose because Landers is weak, weak to the water.
2: water, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So I thought I was going to lose, but he, dude, he was dead drawing. Yeah. Like I'll give it to. You. I like, yeah, like I was very shocked that I beat Keon. Because Keon's a world. He's not a world champion,
3: but uh, – Many-time many
2: world competitor. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> he's like a beast player, though. Yeah. <laughs> Multi-time regional yeah. champion. And, uh, yeah, he was, he was really chill about it. I told him, like, dude, I respect you as a player, dude, but you are a dead drawing. He's like, dude, I can't – And he showed me his hand afterwards. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, you can't do Jack Diddley Squat. With yeah. You know. So he's like, man, I, I need to – And I didn't play any ends, you know? Like, end where you can both, – Both players shuffle their cards, and you don't want them to do that because if you're, they're dead drawing, you want to keep them in that state because right. they can't do Jack Diddley Squat. So, I, I had like two ends in my hand and I mm-hmm. refused to play him and I felt bad because <clears throat> I felt bad because he's a better player than me and I know that and he'll probably go on to get top eight. But just because of me, like maybe he Dude, won't. A
4: W is a W. <laughs> a do- you got to learn that. I win. One in six. Dude, a W <laughs> is a W. One in six. Don't That's get, right. Let's yeah. get shot. Off. Don't be part of a perfect man. Get shot who
0: won against me. Okay, guys. Well, that is an episode that we're around. We're round, Rounding off, wrapping up here tonight. Colton, you take us out tonight, dude. Oh, yeah, I brought us
4: in. I guess I can take us out. Uh, thank you for listening for starts. This is uh, hopefully we get a few more episodes in here tonight. Um, but yeah, I want to thank Yvonne and Nick and coming on to this episode and explain more. They're brothers, by the way. I don't yeah, know they are brothers. Yvonne's we didn't sad. explain yes, that. Yes, like Colton
0: said that <laughs> <laughs> they are brothers. And we're like, man, they sound like the same person. Yeah. <laughs> well, th- wanna,
2: thanks for having us on the
4: podcast. Yeah, dude, yeah, it's thanks great. For and thanks it's, for ex- coming in, guys. Explain more of the Pokemon knowledge. Hopefully, a lot of more players get into it. It's getting big. Like, mm-hmm. Cash prizes is huge. I wish I was still playing, but I'm not. Um, oh, real
0: quick, tell me that. Tell them that tidbit that you told me on league on Wednesday. Oh. how many players are actually there? That's why they went to internationals.
2: Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, so we used to have a, uh, uh, the largest tournament uh, of the year was national championships, which is held uh, usually Indiana or Ohio area. Um, but now they um, they got rid of those and now they do international championships and they do that uh, like four or five of those a year. They did one in Australia, one in England, uh, one in uh, Brazil. And we have one coming up in uh, July, first weekend of July in Indiana, and it's um, predicted that's probably going to be the largest turnout for a Pokemon event in the history of Pokemon. Probably going to have close to or over two thousand trading card game players. Wow, yeah.
4: that is quite a number.
0: That is insane. That's Sorry. awesome. Yes. We were playing; it was like we were lucky if we got eighty players in masters.
2: Well, not for national.
4: Well, for national. But like, not for national. Yeah, that's yeah, for yeah. states. Right. Yeah,
0: for yeah. states or, you know. Yeah, that's states.
4: awesome. That's get amazing. a couple hundred for states. It's cool yeah. to see the game grow yeah. Yeah. and establish. P- prize money helps. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely a really yeah. solid ground. And almost. No wonder. I was like,
0: I saw Israel's pleasure. He's like, yeah, I'm in Virginia. Yeah, I'm in Vancouver. I, mean, mm-hmm. I was like, no wonder you're there, there dude. Yeah. You get yeah. your money plus some with that 5G. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's
4: almost growing as fast as what, what we're looking at eSports grow as. It's, it's it's getting up there, so that's really awesome. Yeah. And with all the streaming, cool, too. Yeah, streaming is getting big. It's definitely the popularity. Every internet is just booming with it so yes, it's getting, that's sure. what's helping it social medias cool. we're on well that's awesome well, we're gonna wrap this episode up we'll be back with another um, and I'm gonna close this one out with uh, Danny Caleb and the brothers Nick, Yvonne alright and Colton signing off thank you guys for listening see you next time peace